Welcome back to Thrive, your agency resource. Today we're going to actually find out how to identify prospects on your website and how to actually push them into the sales funnel. And I have the amazing Carol Luong with me today. She heads up business development over at Lead Feeder, as you can see from her t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I actually, we use Lead Feeder at my former agency for years and I've been using it for a couple of years as a consultant. I always refer and recommend it uh, to the agencies that I work with because I think there's so much value in the actual you know, platform itself. Um, and Carol and I actually have been communicating for a couple of years now, but we had a chance to meet in person um, at uh, SearchCon, which was back in April in Breckenridge, Colorado. So that was really fun. Um, so Carol, thanks for being on the show. No, thank you, Kelly. Um, yeah, as Kelly mentioned, we've been talking for a couple of years now, and, and Kelly has been such an invaluable resource to us too. We've learned so much from a product development standpoint on how to improve our product and how to just kick ass with lead generation and identifying anonymous visitors. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So let's jump in. Um, yeah. Let's talk first about the the pain point that the creators of Lead Feeder really looked to solve with this platform and, and like what the reason was that they created it. Yeah, in its simplest form, um, you know, your marketing team, your business development team, they're doing tons of work to drive traffic to your website. But let's be real, right? What percentage of it actually? What percentage of visitors actually reach out to you, fill out a form, or, or, or you know, talk on your chat function widget like widget nowadays? And at least personally for Lead Feeder, we we measured that only ninety eight percent ninety eight percent of visitors don't actually engage with you, whether it's with chat or filling out a form. And, and that's like the standard stat that's being thrown around. Yeah, I've heard that's the same thing. 2%, yeah. 2% of the visitors will actually do take some kind of action. So that lines up. Um, and that's a really important pain point because like you're saying, the, these agencies and even their clients, they're investing so much time and money and energy into driving people to the website and then things just fall off. So really, really important pain point. Um, now I'm assuming because you head up business development that you guys kind of drink your own Kool-Aid a little bit and you have lead feeder installed on your own site. So I'm wondering, um, I mean, why not ask you guys, you, you created the product. What are all of the different ways that you actually use the platform for your own biz dev? Yeah. Well, so we, we use it across all of our teams for, for marketing, so lead generation for sales, so, so for prospecting and also for customer success managing our relationships with our current customers. Um, but from a lead generation standpoint, sales standpoint, um, when we see a company's visiting, um, we actually have alerts set up on lead feeder so that the specific company can get routed to the appropriate sales rep. Uh, because we're global, we sell globally, so we're broken down by territory. And then um, you know, from there, we also have all the triggers based off of what pages they're viewing and you know how engaged they are with that website so that we know how to best prioritize it and that all that information is automatically pushed into our CRM system and we use pipe drive personally but we have integrations with multiple CRM so that helps to streamline the data especially since most sales teams they live and breathe out of the CRM right so you don't right. always want them burden them with extra tools so all these integrations is, is highly, highly important. Right, and all the customizations and the routing that you're talking about, that's not something separate that you guys have put together just for yourselves, that's just inherent in the platform. Exactly, yeah, it's, it's built within the platform and um, anyone can learn to use it. You can get set up within one or two minutes and just 
build out your filters and, and boom, you can get email alerts, you can get sent to your CRM, or you can get a push to Slack, you can get a push to Google Sheet, however you wanna work on the leads, we, we have the flexibility. So let's dive in a little bit into how the platform actually works and how you get it set up with the, mm-hmm. um, not I won't even call it installation, but like uh, the configuration with Google Analytics and you know how does it work and, and then we'll go into kind of what kind of data um, can these people start to see of their prospects and their behaviors? Yeah, setup is super simple. You don't actually even have to install anything extra on your website. You literally just log in with your Google Analytics account. So as long as you have admin access, just sign in through there and then boom. From there, we can automatically backload 30 days worth of leads for you and then going forward, we capture new ones and you get it, like I said, straight sent to your dashboard, your CRM or your email. I just want to stop you there for a second because um, the backloading, I think this is something super unique, the backloading of that 30-day data, I find that it's easy to, to be able to refer um, or recommend this software because it's not like you configure Google Analytics and then you have to wait 30 days to see, hey, what's going on? I think you guys offer like a 14-day trial. So having that data there from 30 days prior is so Mm -hmm. helpful. Um, And I just want to mention that because we are actually going to be offering a free trial of the software at leadfeeder.com forward slash thrive. And so knowing that they're going to get that 30 days worth of data of all the prospects that have been on their site, like I can't tell you guys how valuable that information is just just if you did the free trial and nothing else. Yeah, I love it. It's definitely one of our differentiating factors. A lot of our, you know, other softwares, they can only be forward facing, but we can uh, theoretically backload uh, more than 30 days too. And we can always discuss that separately. Right. Um, Okay. Now take us through. um, So we have, we have lead feeder installed. We're on our free trial. What are the types of information, the types of data that we're able to see Um, whether this is an agency that has installed it for their own business development purposes or they're installing it for a client, what data can we see? Um, And just talk a little bit about all of the things that that we have access to. Yeah. um, So immediately right off the bat, you're going to see the the company's name. Um, And just to take a step back, the best way to explain how we parse through this data is is simply through IP identification. And so... um, if a company, if someone is working from an office with a IP address attached to it, that's how we can uh, identify the company. And Google Analytics has all this data stored, but as you know, due to their data privacy, they don't actually reveal that data. Right. But luckily for us, um, we have a partnership with their with them, and we're one of the top tech-rated uh, partners of Google Analytics, so we have access to the API to pull that data into a more user-friendly format for for sales teams, especially. Um, okay, so. You're going to see the company name. You're going to see the location, the office location they're coming from, which is extremely uh, useful, especially if the company you're targeting has offices nationwide or globally. So now you know to focus on one specific office. You'll know exactly what pages they're looking at, how long they're on each page for, um, and also how they found you. Did they find you from an AdWords campaign you're running, from uh, from social, from a social network, from a partner referral site. Uh, so we also give you that extra context as well. Right. And um, what about if they're coming through organic search, but not necessarily through Google? What if they're using a different search engine? Yeah. as lo- 
rule of thumb is if Google Analytics is capturing it, we can display that for you. So whether it's uh, surprisingly, a lot of people are using Bing search engine, I'm discovering as well. Um, so that's actually a good point. So we also um, identify the keywords that people are typing into their search bar. Uh, there are different scenarios. So if someone's using Bing search engine or if you're running Google AdWords campaigns, we can actually pull that data in. So it's kind of creepy and cool to see what people what people are typing, what they intended to Not creepy to search for. at all. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, but that's actually really interesting because the other thing that you think about when you talk about the value proposition or the inherent value of this this product is you don't have to be sorting through all of this information in your Google Analytics account, right? It's all brought to you essentially in one report or one dashboard. And I feel like the user interface is really slick as well. So obviously my creatives are going to love that. Um, it's just there's so much value to it. Um, but no, that's really, that's really, really helpful. Um, and actually, that brings me to another point. When we were at SearchCon, you mentioned that there was this new feature that you guys were rolling out because um, one of the one of the obvious next questions and the question that I always get when I'm bringing this up to agencies is, okay, great, we know the company. Now what happens, how do we figure out which person to target? Um, so can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, yes, yes. So you're referring to our lead feeder booster feature where now we can start to attract um, to to uh, look at client IDs and match the unique ID so that we can try to tie it back to database and show you exactly who's visiting the website. So for instance, um, in the first phase, if you happen to use MailChimp and you integrate with LeadFeeder, now we can match the client IDs back to your MailChimp list. And when they visit your website, now we'll know if they came from a mailing campaign or if they came back at a later date through Google search or through a Facebook campaign or whatever it may be, and so you know that same person, you'll know that their journey and their behavior on your website. Right. Um, without the matching integration, you can still see how many unique individuals are visiting your website. So not just the company name, but now you know like, wow, my ABM efforts and campaigns working because I've now reached three people at this time, four people at this company. So we show you exactly um, yeah, who's visiting and, and who the unique individual is visiting. Right. And to that point also, even before you had the booster feature, um, there were things like LinkedIn yeah. contacts and lead feeder contacts. Can you talk a little bit about that and the differences between the two? Yeah. So we have two buckets of contacts available within the platform. One is um, our LinkedIn contacts uh, feature where you can quickly see if you have any first degree or second degree connections to a company. And so obviously I think that's always the best approach, the first approach that right? you want to reach out to warm con uh, contacts or get an introduction. Okay. Um, secondly, we have lead feeder contacts where we partner with a third party uh, data provider called Full Contact and they help source email addresses and social profiles for people who work at these companies. Mm -hmm. And so for, from there we have a list, list of people and you can sort the 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 contacts are like hey i only target you know marketers at the director level you know from these countries and so when you put those filters in we'll populate uh potential people you could reach out to right okay um and you know then again there's this obvious next question after that is uh certainly last but not least what are you actually when you reach out to these people right whether you know for sure 
that it's that specific person that mm-hmm. was on your website or it's the company and you're sort of shooting in the dark, or you're asking for an introduction. What are the most effective ways that you've seen people actually take this data and turn it into something really actionable? There, uh, I, I would have to give a few examples. Yeah, um, go for it. Okay. So the, so the people who have the budget and the luxury to uh, have other platforms, like they can use platforms like Zen Prospect um, or reply.outreach.io. You can just throw these contacts into like campaigns and just let it fire off, right? And have your cadence built out. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think will give you the biggest reach. Um, but if you don't have the luxury and you're going to traditional, you know, one-to-one outreach through email, through LinkedIn, um, I would say for some companies, uh, they go straight for the sale, right? I think in my, for some companies it works for them where they say like, Hey, we know that your, your company has been researching for X, Y, Z solution. Do you have like five minutes to talk about how we can help you? Uh, whatever, it, you know, you can throw in some fancy stat and, and their pain point. <laughs> right. Um, and I, I've had some companies where they tell me it works for, a quarter of the time, like one out of every four people they reach, they'll get a meeting yep. like that. Which For is others, still a, that's still a, a pretty decent response rate, right? It, it is. And some, so you would have to be really good or really it probably depends on your audience and how they're receptive they are. But for, for most others, they have to take a slower approach where they have to provide more value to, to, to these prospects. So let's say if you know um, a company's interested in a specific product or is from a specific industry, you can re-engage them and start pushing um, more relevant articles to them. Um, like what, if it, if, even if it's one-on-one, you could send them a follow-up article. Like don't try to sell, like, hey, you might find this interesting or this tool might be helpful for you. Or maybe you're doing, you're on LinkedIn and you're doing like a sponsored post. Now you can target these specific companies that you know are visiting, specific job titles, locations, and push relevant contours and re-engage them. And then from there, try to build a relationship um, but I think it's a mixture of everything, and it really depends on your own current sales process. You know, you're, you know what works best for you. Right. So I think Lead Feeder is meant to fit really, you know, well, fit perfectly into your current sales strategy, but give it a boost. Right. Um, that's probably why you called it Booster, right? <laughs> um, so, but what you're describing, like the differences in in how you decide which approach you're going to take, I would think that from like a SaaS perspective, it's a lot easier to say, hey, you've been researching these types of companies. Obviously, this is a pain point for you. We fill this need. Like it's a little more direct, the line from A to B, right? But with a service-based company, you're going to want to take that really warm, you know, approach where you're adding a ton of value up front. You're not selling at all. It's all about them. How can how can I support you? Not from a sales perspective, but how can I give you a resource or how can I show you even uh, if you want to do a subtle sale, like a case study of an industry that we've you know, a client in an industry that we've helped that's exactly in your niche. You know, things like that are just going to get you much further than kind of going for the kill right off the bat. Uh, Of course. Yeah, Yeah. 100 percent agreed. And um, just Think about the agencies we've worked with. Um, I've had some agencies see that, wow, like these industries are visiting my website, but I, I don't really have a good case study for it. Or like I haven't put it front and center. Like, let me work on this case study for the, for the similar industry mm-hmm. and put it in front of them. Or maybe, um, you know, if you're, connect- if you're on the LinkedIn space, try to retarget them and push that case study towards them and re-engage them. 
Um, but yeah, you're at the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's about warming them up and providing as much value for sure when yeah. it's a service industry. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, Carol, thank you so much. This has been really helpful. And I know that um, a lot of the people that are listening or watching are definitely going to jump onto the site and go to leadfeeder.com forward slash thrive to get that free trial. It is 14 days, right? It is 14 days. Yes. Okay. And we'll backload 30 days. Okay. All right. Perfect. Well, again, I appreciate you being on the show and I look forward to seeing you in October. Thanks. Looking forward to it too.